Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. I've got a quarter in my hand, a 1995 quarter to be exact. Think with me about how I could use this quarter. I could insert it along with a few more quarters into a vending machine and get a can of Mountain Dew. I could give it to someone. I might be able to buy a pack of gum with it. I'm not sure what gum costs these days. I could, and will, spin it on my desk. I could throw it in a coin jar and save it with the rest of my change for a rainy day or for a vacation. I could use it to make an either this or that decision by flipping it. I heard a guy talking about casting lots recently, and he mentioned using a coin toss to determine which of two equally good things he should do. Something like, do I go to the lake or go shopping today? Heads, it's the lake. Tails, it's shop till you drop. Flip it and do whatever the coin dictates. I'm going to flip my coin now. You call it in the air. Heads or tails. Ready? Here we go. All right, I've got a result. What did you call? Shout it out so you can't change it. It was heads. Are you going to the lake? Back to my carter. I can use this thing in many different ways for different purposes, for good or for bad. I'm not sure how much bad I can get for 25 cents, but the possibility for a little mischief is there, I suppose. Question. Is the quarter good or bad? Neither, right? The good or bad money can do is completely dependent upon what I decide to do with it. Maybe. There's still a question of who's the master. We'll get to that in a minute. There's another object within reach as I record. My phone. Good or bad? Neither inherently. It comes down to use again, doesn't it? I can and do use it to tune my guitar. I use it every week to talk with people in my church. I keep track of my marathon training on an app I've downloaded. I get on social media to see what my friends are up to and share mostly positive content. Some of you are listening to this because you found the link I shared. I have used it to doom scroll my newsfeed in the past, but am getting that more under control with God's help and a bit of accountability through Celebrate Recovery at my church. There are ways I could use it, but haven't, which wouldn't be less savory. I could use it, as millions do, to view pornography or gamble away my vast resources. I could use it to blackmail folks or disparage them publicly. I could use it to harass people who've mistreated me or promote lies which make me or a friend look better than we actually are. Here's a new question. Am I mastering the things around me, or are they mastering me? There's this sentence in 1 Corinthians 6 which I've thought about quite a bit. The words of the sentence are why I'm working hard to keep my social media and entertainment consumption under control. Let me read the sentence for you. It's 1 Corinthians 6.12, and it says this, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Back to that black rectangle sitting near you. Do you have the right to do whatever you want with it? Of course you do. If you're an American, you're at liberty to use it as you please within the bounds of the law. But are all those legal things you could use your phone for beneficial? 
do they benefit you, your neighbor? Some legal things enslave you or objectify a neighbor you're called by Jesus to love. Are you mastering your phone or being mastered by it? What about your TV viewing habits? Mastered or enslaving? Your time gaming? Mastered by you? Who's in charge, the man or the machine? More importantly, the man or God? I want more than anything to be under God's perfect rule. When he rules, things are good. When I rule, they often are not. I have this bent toward sin which messes everything up in my heart and in my relationships and in my habits. I should not do what I want to do, but rather submit to God and his will and his direction and what he wants me to do. I should be mastered by him. With God's help and direction, I have begun to show greater self-control in my use of social media and entertainment. Can you say the same of something similar in your life? What things which once mastered you are you and God mastering together? May the list of things you've overcome grow and grow and grow by the grace of God and the helping power of the Spirit in your life. Oh, I almost forgot the question of mastering money. Here's a parting shot from Jesus on that matter. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Think on the I will not be mastered by anything theme as you consider those words and the words of the Spirit to your heart. Oh no, it's sad I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.